Blog Talk Radio. Well, hey, good morning. How are you? Uh, this is uh, Jeremy, your host. I hope all is well. Everything's doing pretty good on my side. you got to wait for that jingle, though. People get so tripped up on that jingle. I know I always want to get ready. As soon as I hear the countdown, ready to come out of the gates hard, and then they, that blog talk uh, jingle happens and throws people off. But anyways, uh, we're just waiting here for my man, uh, Archaeologic, to call in. This is X-Files Radio. We're going to be talking about the Book of Enoch. And uh, this admittedly is something that I don't know a whole lot about. I mean, uh, I remember back in the day with Brad Worley, the Nephilim killer, he loved him some some uh, um, Book of Enoch. and uh, But I've never read it. I don't know a whole lot about it. And, oh, here we are. We got Archaeological Destiny Lab on with us. Hold on one second. Let's bring him on. What is up, man? How you doing? Hey, how's it going, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You have a good week? You bet. Yep, yep. Well, oh, how about yourself? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. I uh, I want to thank you for coming on today um, because uh, I have some questions and I think you have some answers. And it's it's about the book of Enoch. Are you familiar with it? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Now, what is the book of Enoch? Uh, well, the book of Enoch was a. Uh, it's it's not actually in the Bible. Um, the book of Enoch was actually discovered in that ever interesting year of 1948, 1947. Of course, the you know, the Roswell crash. And, Israel becoming a nation, so it seems like a lot of strange things happened around that time that were uh, changed our world. But uh, yeah, so the, the book of Enoch was discovered in 1948 in uh, in some caves, and it seems to speak uh, a lot in regards to uh, uh, the fallen angels or the Watchers, and it goes into detail naming uh, these fallen angels and what particular. Uh, deceptions they caught they taught to mankind, so it's really interesting, um, and it's also qu- quoted in the Bible. Uh, they talk about um, mm-hmm. the Book of Enoch, and the Book of Jude says um, it says Enoch the seventh from Adam prophesied about these men. See, the Lord is coming with thousands upon thousands of His holy ones to judge everyone to convict of not godly, uh, and he goes on and on there. But it, it basically is uh, quoting. Um, you know Enoch, and uh, now that, that doesn't necessarily mean that the Book of Enoch was supposed to be in the Bible, but it is interesting how it it does align to a lot of the findings that you know we've discovered over the years, and a lot of the also the information that the enemy seems to be presenting uh, through channeled information, um, you know, uh, the worshiping of these gods and the inter- inner earth, and how Hitler was into the the Nordic gods from the hollow earth. I mean, all these things kind of connect to the same storyline of what we see. So it is interesting that, uh, you know, and, and it's also quoted in the Bible. So, uh, perhaps God allowed it to be hidden and then unveiled at a certain time. Cause it's also interesting that 1948 was the time it was discovered, which was unveiling a lot of other things in our world. Um, so it's hard to say. Well, I, I think it, it's not that strange of a concept to have something mentioned in the Bible that's not part of the Bible. Uh, Paul gives us kind of a, 
a uh, you know a background on the history of Israel, and he mentions things in his letters that he's pulling from his time, I'm sure, as a uh, Sadducee um, yeah. when he was studying under Gamaliel, that that are just referenced there. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute, exactly, what are you talking yeah. about? We don't know about this. And when you look at the book of yeah. Jude, wouldn't you like to be there and be like, whoa, whoa, bro, explain. He drops so much yeah. crazy stuff in the book of Jude that you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, I agree with you. I, I think that there's... Um, you know, uh, it reminds me of, um, I think it's a proverb. I don't remember which one that talks about, um, it's, it's, you know, it's the glory of God to conceal things and then the glory of a king to un, to kind of reveal them, that there are things that God yeah. just hides away and digs away. Now, um, when you look at the book of Enoch in demonic, um, you know, uh, oppression and deception that goes on with it. Um, I, I just, I can't help but think about your music of Destiny Lab. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, did you, have you ever read the Book of Enoch? Uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't read the whole thing, I wouldn't say, but I have definitely uh, browsed through it. I have a copy of it, and I have, you know, definitely gone through it and, and read the more interesting parts. Some of it's hard to kind of follow, and some of it is actually missing um, from, you know, from the the scrolls that they found that was eroded or or decayed away. So, uh, mm-hmm. but there, I mean, it is interesting how it goes over these names. And what's so fascinating is these names actually align to the same names that people channel within the New Age. You know, for instance, mm-hmm. Semyaza uh, was taught man. Uh, the enchantments and root cuttings, and with AKA, uh, you know, taking drugs basically. And so, supposedly, mm-hmm. the Semyaza taught mankind how to make these potions, which really is, is fascinating as well. Because if you look at things like ayahuasca, ayahuasca is not a, a uh, something that uh, is is active on its own. Like DMT is the main ingredient there, and DMT. Uh, in itself is in all kinds of things, cattails, grasses, everything. There's all kinds of things that have DMT in it. But if you eat it on its own, it won't actually have an effect on you. You actually have a second root uh, uh, or a plant that that is connect, you know, not even connected to uh, this other plant and mix these two together, and that causes uh, some sort of inhibitor to uh, be able to cling on to the, these receptacles in our minds and actually uh, make these things uh, uh, deep hallucinogenic, where usually it would not work that way. So it's, you, know, you have to have these multiple ingredients to actually make these things active. And, uh, and there's multiple uh, unconnected peoples who have come up with this exact thing. So and they claim they get it from the spirit realm, you know, through chanting and, and going into these altered states and and talking with these entities that give them this information. And so these fallen angels, you know, back in the days of uh, of before the flood, they were actually setting themselves up as gods to be worshipped, and they were teaching mankind all these things. You know, it goes through a list of you know, Semyaza taught. Uh, enchantments and root cuttings, Azazel 
taught men how to make swords, knives, shields, breastplates, uh, fabrication of mirrors, and, and making bracelets and ornaments, and also beautifying uh, the face uh, by painting it, basically makeup. So he taught people how to work with metal and taught people how to have taught women how to wear makeup. Um, and taught all the sorcerers and dividers of roots. So that's somehow, uh, and he's kind of connected, I think, maybe to the Samyaza, because Samyaza taught witchcraft and root cutting, which are kind of go hand in hand. Magic and witchcraft seem to basically be this, you know, very interconnected. Um, Barkale taught uh, the observers of stars and basically astrology. Um, Kokobo taught the science of the constellations. Ezekiel taught the knowledge of the clouds. Arakiel taught the signs of the earth. Shamziel taught the signs of the sun. Surreal taught the motion of the moon. Akabiel taught uh, signs or telling future and past. Tamiel taught astronomy. Penuma taught the bitter and sweet, the use of ink and paper. Uh, so it kind of goes on and on. And Kesadeja taught the children of men, all wicked smiting spirits and demons, and smiting of the embryo in the womb so it may pass away. Other words, abortion. What? So, oh, wow. Yes. Um, you know, so literally, if you look at the sins of our world, and what's the root cause of all these things? What is it? It's drugs, alcohol, over-sexualization of, of people, um, <laughs> abortion, you know, being proud, arrogant, you know, all these things that basically are the root of sin and, and they the want to be their own God, you know, which is basically the, what Lucifer, you know, like we've talked about before, was his main objective and the main thing that he's always pushed on mankind. So all these things, if you look at it, you know, it goes back to the original origin of all sin and the original origin of, of these uh, universally themed things that affect all, all nations and all peoples have had these same problems and have had these same uh, instruments of war and work using drugs and contacting spirits. You know, it's like it's not a coincidence. It's all interconnected. And so if people want to really know the true history of our world, we've got to go back to the Bible. And I'm not saying, like I said, that, that the book of Enoch is necessarily scriptural or, or canon, but, mm -hmm. man, it connects, you know. We, and, uh, and the claims that it makes seem to line up with what we're uh, observing in, in reality. So, um, you know, we've got to put the pieces of the puzzle together. And it's not like the Bible doesn't talk, you know, about the fallen angels. It does. Uh, so, you know, they do go, they do agree in that, in that way. Wow. Now, um, do you know if when these, these angels, uh, the watchers, I, I mean, we get reference of the watchers in the old Testament. Um, you, do you see them working or do you think they're working in conjunction with Lucifer or do you think that they're doing their own thing while Lucifer is doing his thing? Um, well, they seem to definitely all be interconnected. Um, I think they're, it's kind of like they have their own specialties, obviously. You know, it's like each each 
angel that God created actually was created with a specific, uh, you know, gift or specialty that they had, and, and God made different types of angels uh, for different reasons. So, you know, these fallen angels were probably just using their own uh, knowledge that they stole from heaven to then counterfeit an inverted version of it for mankind because they, you know, they're in this fallen state and they hate God and they hate man. So their whole goal is to deceive us. Their whole goal is to corrupt us with, you know, because we're <clears throat> our sinners, they know these things will ultimately corrupt us. And, uh, you know, this is, this is, you know, seen through every culture. If you look at, you know, after the, the angels uh, or the Nephilim and all were wiped out in the flood, they became the demons that basically people channel and talk through people. So if you look at all the folklore of fairies and elves, it connects to the same ideas of aliens of today. You know, that in, in the fairy folklore, they would uh, take women and pregnate them. They had flying crafts uh, and they would make hybridized children. You know, and then they would have things like, uh, and they would take children as well, you know, kidnap children. So all these things are interconnected. You just have to open your eyes and, and be willing to look at those connections. Um, I want to bring your music back into this because your music is very unique. Uh, it sounds great. Uh, uh, you, you, have, you have great uh, hooks in the music. Uh, you know, your rapping is outstanding. And and it's like, you know, when did you say, let's, you know, I know I know in our past conversations you, you wanted, you kind of rapped as a hobby and, and you enjoyed it and things take place. But when did you say, you know what, let's rap about aliens, about angels, about deception? I mean, when did that happen? Um. Well, it was all kind of part of the process. I mean, it really started with investigating the creation-evolution debate. And from there, you know, the idea of evolution, the idea that we are evolving and getting better and becoming enlightened, so to speak, or going to move toward this golden age, that all interconnects to the same teachings of these secret societies and mystery schools and Luciferianism and the occult. It all is the same uh, belief system. And so when, I'm t when I was studying aliens and things like that, it automatically, you know, brought up all these other things. So I think <clears throat> the, the creation-evolution debate, if you open your mind up to that and see when that really started, that started in the garden as well. When the serpent said, if you eat of this fruit, ye shall be as gods. Ye shall evolve. We'll become bigger, better, and someday become this, you know, thing that can create with technology the ability to be your own God. And that's what the mm. goal has always been, is to create some sort of either false human or create a way to make ourselves live forever on earth. You know, and Satan wants to do that because he knows we'd be forever trapped in our sin nature and not have no mm. hope for eternal salvation. Mm. You know, it, it's funny when you go back to the garden and you had the two trees there of knowledge and eternal life. Which one did we mm -hmm. choose? You know, and then we spent all of our yeah. time now going after the one we should have chosen. 
in, yeah. in how that is just so much in our lives when we make it. You know, you get two good choices. You got to make two choices. You choose wrong, and then you spend everything you can going after what you should have done. Truly, truly. Yeah, the tree of life you know? was. Yeah, yeah, the tree of life was. They were freely open to eat it, and it gave them eternal life. Um, and there was only that one rule. The only rule in the garden was just don't eat from the, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And they, you know, they had to. And I think that's a parable for all mankind. It's for all those people mm-hmm. that say, if God's real, why doesn't he just show himself? Well, he did that. He tried that. And the idea that of Adam and Eve that broke that sin, that's you and me. We would have done the same thing, put in that position. So any person, uh, forced in a position where you're, you know, basically, and, and also they interacted with God. They knew for a fact that God exists. It wasn't through faith that they believed. They believed because God literally walked and talked with them in the garden. And so uh, I think God allowed all these things to happen so we could choose to love him through free will. You know, it goes back to the whole question, can you make someone love you? And you can't make someone love you. you have, they have to have the free will to love, to truly love, you know. And um, and that's what God wants. God wants us to love him through our own free will, not be forced through robots or forced through, um, you know, some sort of, uh, you know, dogmatic view that you have to do this, you know. It's, it's up to us whether we whether we choose to, to worship God or not. And the consequences will be on our own hands. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I agree with you completely. Um, you know, I think the um, let me ask you something, and, and I don't. I assume that most of our uh, theology is the same. I assume, and uh, when it comes to creation, how old do you think the world is? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I wasn't there, so <laughs> I have no idea exactly how old it is. We know how old um, the Bible talks about garden. Um, how how old it was uh, from that point, and you know I know a lot of people believe the Earth is around six seven thousand years old according to the actual uh, the actual uh, genealogies that you can kind of go through and, and add up. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I you know it's hard to say. I mean the Bible talks about there'll be a new heaven and a new Earth, and the old will, ne- will have no memory of or the new will have no memory of the old. So, you know, it could be possible that God has done this before. I don't think so. I don't necessarily have any reason mm-hmm. to agree with that. Um, but it's possible that the actual matter in the universe and the matter that all, everything is made up of could be much older, you know. But I don't know. I don't think... Do you, do you think, uh, you know, because... One of the things I I hear that that I whenever I have it get into a conversation about uh, our faith, and uh, one of the first questions I ask the person is, "How old do you think the world is?" You know, um, as it's formed, you know, as as we have it, not not in any kind of pre components that were you know pre assembled. Um, and when they they tell me billions of years millions of years i i just i just shut it down right there because it's like it because i'm a young earther in my views um yeah 
And I just, I, I, I think when I talk with people, you know, especially when they're of the world and they come across with something like that, or even if they're within church, because mm-hmm. you go to some crazy churches and people will say crazy things. Why even listen to them? You can't get something very basic, right? Like, why even listen to them anyways? That's, I'm on a soapbox <laughs> right now. I, I apologize. I apologize. Hey, um, I, I got a problem. I got a problem. And I need your help, dude. I tried to order the new album and it's out of stock. What is going on, man? <laughs> I, have you already sold that new thing out? Have you sold that out already? No, no, it's not out yet. Uh, the only way it allows me oh, okay. to list uh, an album in my store and, it, and have it with not in stock, it automatically just brings out that thing that says out of stock. But it's not oh, actually okay. in stock okay. because it hasn't been released yet. <laughs> but I'm okay. at, I, if okay. people want to pre-order it, they can join my Patreon, and then you can pre-order it to be like okay. And you, people will get it okay, actually before Patreon. it's publicly released. And um, you, you know, uh, there's there's a a uh, station in Moscow that's playing us a station in Assam, which is northeast India, uh, and has probably the largest population of Christians uh, in India. They're listening. If you're listening to this. You can you can if you go to darkskyradio.com and you click on the Destiny Lab tab, there is a logo of the Destiny Lab. You can click on that and it will take you to his website and pull right up to the albums and you can take a look there and either buy stuff on iTunes or go through uh, the store. There's all kinds of stuff uh, there on it. Um, You know, one of the other things I I wanted to ask you about is um, how long did it take you to do this album? Or you, I mean, have you finished recording it and you just got to now process it or is it something that... Uh, I've got like I think we have like four songs yet to record, uh, so okay. we've got everything pretty much made. We have the lyrics made. We just have to record, mix it, and then have it mastered. Do the artwork. Uh, I've got a lot of the artwork picked out, but I've got to actually put it together. Um, so it's just a matter of you know having enough time to get sit down and do all that stuff. We only do this part time, um, so and we have you mm-hmm. know full time jobs that we work. So it's 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 tough sometimes to just find the time. <clears throat> now, um, uh, your partner in crime, he makes the beats. Yeah, genetics. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, that guy is super talented. Super yeah, talented. Yeah, he is. He is. What, what does he do for his his regular job? Uh, he works at a clothing store. He works at a clothing store. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. No, I, I mean his his beats are, are are just outstanding. The hooks and everything in it. Um, how long does it take you to do an album? You know, your past albums. How long did it take you to do the last one? Um. Well, the first the first two albums we actually released a double album because we had before <clears throat> I actually released the CDs. I was trying to shop the music around and get someone to actually pick us up for a record label. You know, back in the early two thousands. I was just making music and then just putting out, uh, listing them online. And I never even thought about creating a CD or, or making a CD. I was trying to get, you know, uh, a label to, to put that all together. Um, and then over time, I began to recognize that's, that's the last thing these Christian labels are ever going to want to put is all the information we're talking about. Uh, so <laughs> I, I began to realize that they do not want this stuff publicly talked about. Or on air. So. 
So yes. if I was going to put out something, it was up to me. So I basically just decided to put out all the songs that we had gathered so far, which was like, um, there's like 17 songs on each CD. So it was like 34 songs or something um, that I put out on that double album uh, and released them both at the same time. And then, uh, and then we put an, out another album, uh, Naturally Selected, in, uh, I think it was at 2012. So, uh, I, um, you know, I think... It took us like four years. <laughs> <laughs> I think you album. and I faced the same, the same challenge in, in what has happened in the challenges. Um, uh, we've kind of had to create our own system. You know, uh, yeah. there's not a whole lot of people. There's not a whole lot within Christendom who are who is eager to hear what I have to say about things, and so you kind of got to build yeah. your own ramparts and, and bypass the system. Um, <laughs> yeah, very good, very good. Um, yeah, I um, I want to thank you so much for coming on. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna mix this up um, with, with some more of your music. I have uh, this weekend. I got I got a place in order. Um, I got somebody wants uh, your. I, is it is it three for twenty five? Is it? Um, yeah. Yep. Let me pull up an email. Okay, because a guy from India um, sent me some money and he wants me to order the three for twenty five for him. And and I have some other things I'm going to package up and send to him. I got some of my T-shirts and stuff and teachings and send it out ah. to him. Uh, so I'll, I'll get that order placed. And um, I thank you so much for coming on and doing this, dude. I think that this is going to be a great combination. Um, you know, we got uh, four. Hold on a second. Let me look. No, we, we got, uh, in addition to the, the Russian station and the uh, the Assam station, which are like terrestrial stations that are carrying this, uh, there are, are four Internet stations on top of what I'm doing here. Um, and uh, they're carrying it, which is outstanding. And I think we're going to be going into Japan. Uh, I've been talking with a, oh, awesome. a station in Japan, yeah, which I think would be just be a blast. The Japanese, uh, I enjoy them, and they and they freak me out at the same time when I look at anime and stuff. So, um, <laughs> well, Japan has a really they, good, uh, uh, big underground hip hop scene as well. So that would be cool. Yeah, I'm I'm also trying to get us into South Korea, dude, with the K-pop. Blow the oh, K-pop rappers' minds, dude. That would be so crazy. They haven't heard anything like this. Yeah, nice, dude. Nice. Hey, um, yeah, uh, real quick here, uh, you, um, you, will you let people know how they can get a hold of you. Uh, you can contact me directly at destinylab at gmail dot com if you have any questions. But you can, uh, if you go to my website, destinylab dot com. Or go to our YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Destiny Lab. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, just look up Destiny Lab and you'll find us. Nice, nice. Hey, thanks so much for coming on, man. And uh, I'll, I'll be in touch with you, okay, bro? Absolutely. Thanks again, bro. Appreciate it. All right, man. Okay. Uh-huh. God bless. <laughs>